0: Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. You are loved, you belong, and you have a unique purpose from God. You can connect with us at citylifelancing.com.
1: You belong here. Here's today's message.
0: Hey, good morning, everybody in the room and online. Good to see you here today. My name is Jerome Vierling, and I get to serve as the lead pastor here at City Life. And today's message is titled, New Season, Same Reason. And disclaimer, I'm going to talk about our family got to go on a sabbatical this summer. And we were gone for three months. After pastoring for seven years, the church had a planned sabbatical that we would totally be off the grid, change our phone number, go travel. And when you're doing public ministry, it's very important that you're investing in your private life and making sure that your inner spirit is growing larger than what's happening in your public influence. And so it was very rich time, and I'll give a disclaimer that today's message feels fairly uncomfortable because I don't want to talk about me. I'd rather talk about Jesus. I don't necessarily want to talk about what happened in my life, but I keep sensing that it will be helpful For all of us. So I pray today that there would be a transfer or some moments that you would say, oh, that was for me. So as we open up a window looking into what this summer looked like, we can confidently say, hey, it's a new season, but it's the same reason. Going to Hebrews 13, 7 and 8. Remember your leaders who have spoken God's word to you. As you carefully observe the outcome of their lives, imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus' leadership is always coupled and partnered with people incarnate, that God uses people. People as vessels, that we would imitate their way of life as they're following Jesus. Now that no one is Jesus. Any person on this screen is merely a hype person, like Flavor Flav, with the big clock around their neck pointing and telling them who the real master of ceremony is. Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And Jesus' leadership is perfect. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's good news. Jesus doesn't change. But we are volatile. We're human beings. And to be a leader that is worthy of imitation that you would follow, as you observe their life, they should be also observing their own life. And so the sabbatical this summer allowed us to observe in a furnace and be baked in ways that we unknown. I had never been on a sabbatical before. A sabbatical is a break or an extended time to rest under the exercise like a Sabbath that God has given his people the rhythm that we would work from rest. That rest is God's gift to his people. And we taught our kids, hey, Sabbath, we do this every week, you know, 24 hours a day. And on the sabbatical will be an extended time where we break and we rest. And every week when we take a Sabbath and we're saying this, God is enough. I am enough. God is good and it is good. That God is enough. I'm enough. It is good. This world and the work that I got to be a part of. I'm not defined by it's good. And it does something to our soul and calibrates us. Now, I recognize that's a luxury that not everybody can even practice a Sabbath rhythm of 24 hours per week. You might be in a completely different season where you're a single parent or having to work multiple jobs and very frustrating. But we can start to then exercise, maybe not 24 hours weekly, but have an hour two hours where we stop and say, God is enough, I am enough, it is good, and I am good. It's hard to receive, especially if you're wired that you want to do. So I find myself in that category that I want to do, I want to do. So as we observe the outcome of our life this summer, there was a three-tier format That took place. We played, prayed, and prepared. The first lap, the first third was play. Second, pray, spend time with God. Third, prepare for the season coming ahead. Now, what season are you in? I pray today you'd get a fresh perspective on that. Maybe some helpful questions might be, what season have you been in? What season are you entering? What are the reasons that should stay the same? But what are the things that in the furnace need to be cooked away and purified? What are some things that need to be dropped off in our adolescence as we move into more maturity? To think differently. Some might have entered a relationship or had a child or Experiencing the loss of a loved one and the season has changed so the old skills won't work for the new season ahead and we need new grace. There could be financial woes or even mistakes, a a bit of shame. There could be an addiction that we can't break. There could be a, a mountaintop experience that you came into a lot of zeros in your bank account. I don't know the season you're in. It could be dealing with control or trust issues. The first season we entered in the sabbatical play, I mean, it's as simple as the word. We played, (laughs) y'all. We changed our number. We got in a minivan, and we headed down south. We first hit uh, Tybee Beach, which is Hilton Head, uh, South Carolina area, but we were in Savannah, Georgia side of it at Tybee Beach, and it was cool to just hit the ocean. And there was a bit of decompression. When you're leading and loving people and in the people business can be challenging because you Unlike when you have a widget or a product that you can ship, you can see the finished product. Well, the people business, we're all a mess, right? So we're getting front row to the best moments in our lives, which is sacred and awesome, but also front row to the worst moments in our lives. Come on, somebody. So the people business is elusive. It's not something that we can tangibly always hold on to. So it took a minute to decompress, but we started playing, hit the beach, driving the car. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Be quiet. Sit back. I told you, put the movie on. So we watched a lot of TV in the minivan. Shout out to the DVD player. Thank God for that. We were fortunate enough to go to Disney. The experience was great. Truly magical for us. It was the first time we had ever been to a theme park or an event where someone's not in diapers. We were a squad, getting to roll, all being in the line together. Roller coasters for the first time. I'm not sure if it was decompression of the weight or if it was that genuinely that magical or a combination of both, but we cried. In some of the rides, this was awesome. I got choked up at the Star Wars ride. We talked about Avatar ride for a week. It was so cool. But as you know, those moments of play, they're not sustainable. It's not like we could go to Disneyland every day. None of us can operate under that level of dopamine. So we have to then pause, create space. And then you enter what is True, I believe, for every one of us that God calls us into those wilderness spaces and places of our heart and our life to pray with him. And pray isn't clean. It's messy. It's wrestling. And we entered the next lap where we prayed and we were in the wilderness with God and in the south and we were in Nashville, Tennessee for 30 days, y'all. And I'll share that. And then we prepared for the season ahead. So there will be several points that you could apply one or none. And the thesis at the end will be, it's a new season, but the same reason, Jesus. Number one observation from this summer was, I am not in control, God is. I know we say that and we move on. But it's hard not being in control. We can't guarantee we're going to be alive today. I can't guarantee that the world's going to spin. I, can't, I can do my best attempt to protect and lead the kids, but I can't, I can't control the outcome. It's humbling. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 has been instrumental in my life for a long time. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not... Rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, know him, and he will make your path straight. Trust in God and in everything. Acknowledge him. And then from that place of surrender would illuminate the path I walk. <sighs> Maybe I'm the only one, but I would like to do it backwards. Show me the path I'll walk, the outcome. I'll give you credit, and you know I'm going to trust you. But tell me what's going to happen. I want to know what the fruit's going to look like. I am not in control. God is. Number two, God will build his church. We say it, but it's real. City life isn't ours. It's God's. It's bigger than every one of us. We're a part of it, of course, but city life is God's. It's his church. He used you. He brought people here. I got to meet someone in the hallway. They were like, I came from this summer, and I came to one of the block parties. Shout out for serving. That was so cool. I'm thinking, whoa. Whoa. This family gig that God is building, I can't do, but God can. And he's faithful to do it every time. People would ask, hey, it had to have been hard to leave, right? To, to, you know, get your hands off the plow. Maybe for a week, but in the middle of it, no. It's like, good luck, dude. Have fun. Bye. Now, I take it serious. It's sacred. I want to steward the seat. But by all means, it was not hard. Be like, man, that must have been so hard to give up control. Not for the church. People think you'd only, you know, preach one day a week, but it's a 24-7 kind of reality. And that's not, don't give pity or kind of, oh, you know, must be hard. No, it's beautiful, it's God, but it's only his grace and strength. (laughs) But thank God, ultimately, it's his church. Number three, I am a human being. Not a human doing. It was so good to experience that this summer. B. My identity, who I am, is not defined by what I do and the outcome of any result. Who I am is whose I am, Jesus'. Who you are, when you put your faith in Jesus, You're an heir. You're a king's kid. You're clean, whiter than snow. There's no shame. It's so beautiful. I'm a human being. And as being a human being, I start to I got to find new hobbies, things I liked. For the first time ever in my life, which is weird to admit, I thought about playing golf. I'm not sure if that means I need more counseling. But It felt therapeutic as 42 years old. This is kind of where I'm going. This is a glimpse of golf. I don't want lessons from you. Maybe somebody else. I've golfed only two times, and when you have somebody talking the whole time, no, hold it like this. Okay, dude, dude, dude. I just want to try to hit this thing. (laughs) I thought about golf. As a human being, I had more space to process things. and, And as a human being, the human condition is real. There's a wrestle. There's questions. And praying stirred up all those things. There was undealt with anger. Bitterness that would rise up. Disappointment. Sorrow. Moments I missed. Now, I don't want it to feel heavy or weighty in a sense that I wasn't good at. No, but... The dark night of the soul, those things happen. And yeah, it's real. And as things would come out, we've taught here for years now the health kit. And the health kit was as true on stage as it was off stage. A simple format that, that helps me remember the daily bread experience. Being thankful in the morning because God is good and writing that down. Super practical remembering who I am in Jesus every day. Not by what I feel, but as a human being, remember who I am. Number three, just praying. I'm not sure what your prayer time looks like, but mine doesn't always feel super spiritual. God, I don't God, what's this? Praying with God and worshiping, listening, studying. Got a good audio book going in or a good book that I'm reading. Getting to the gym and being a human being. And then five, loving people. Now, this summer, we weren't intentionally trying to love somebody, but things would happen. You know, you talk to somebody in the sauna, and you recognize God has made you a pastor, and if you say one word, next thing you know, you're hearing about their whole life. Just so try not to make eye contact. There was some of that, and it was beautiful, being a human being. And there was one song that I'm going to invite uh, Tina and Torian to come to the stage that when the time to pray, I heard this song and it made sense and I wept. And it's by Taya and it's called "Getaway." And it has some lines that says are you burnt out, tired of all the religious things? And for me, it, w- it wasn't this. I love this. I love us. I love our community. I love the rhythm and I love the paces. But doing it and day in and day out and it's good to question why, observe. What am I doing it? What am I? What, and then all of these questions that I have—I have a lot of questions—taking them to God, but He already knows. He knows the deepest, darkest thoughts that I've ever had, and He can handle them. And this song was an invitation, inviting me in to get away with Him. And I pray in this moment. It ministers to you. What are those places in your heart, in your life, and hear the voice of heaven saying, come here, get away with me. I would love to talk to you about them. I already know, and I'm big enough to handle it.
1: Are you burnt out on religious things? Are you
0: Um, that's, you know, that's what I needed. And God is faithful. And number four, dark nights of the soul hurt. So good. Good comes out of them. But it hurts. It hurts. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Oh, he, there's, you know, been a filter that, my pastor put me onto is like, you always got to examine your heart and where are you at with gold, like processing the treasures and the luxuries of this world. Where are you at with temptation, with girls or guys? And where are you at with glory, wanting to be validated or affirmed? And the dark nights of the soul starts to process that, and you think, man, okay, wow. And it hurts, but it hurts so good. And I thank God for Crystal and our family. And we spent a lot of time and hung out and did life. Soul work. We let the soul get cooked slow. The soul works slow work. And in a society that would love to operate in speed and fast, let's get it now, What does God do fast other than salvation and healing? The story of Jesus has been thousands of years. Slow. Watch. Look. Go out in nature and just look. It does something to your soul. So we... Found ourselves in Ohio at Hawk, Hocking Hills, in the middle of nowhere, and it was cool. We walked some rock mountain things and hung out. And don't let it sound too glamorous. Of course, can, can we get back? Come on, let's go play games. No, we're walking. We're gonna finish this route. <laughs> Mark eight thirty six. As you process the dark nights of the soul, I mean no matter what temptation it is, this sums it up. For what does it benefit someone to gain the whole world and yet lose his life? If we were to gain whatever thing the enemy tries to put in front of us, (laughs) it's nothing compared to the life of Christ. Number five, observation on the sabbatical. Reverence and humility for all of God's creation, ancient in the future. Now, in church context, and this might not be your reality, but this has been some of my experience. Church world can is not only a subculture, but it's a subculture of a subculture of a subculture. And we are subsects of subsects. And then we all the way down here. And then we think this tiny little dot is a reflection of reality for the whole world. Because we read one verse and we said, Well, God says this, God says this, God says this. Yeah, but in the same breath, we aren't careful, we have there's a reverence that when I sit on an airplane, there's a science. Scientist and science at work, and engineering, all, all of these people that put this thing together, or I'm in a car, I don't know anything about how this car works or functions other than I put the key in and it goes. There's a reverence and a humility when I'm driving on a road that I'm not in the asphalt business. I don't know how to paint lines. When you stop to observe, you think, oh my goodness, life is for sure all spiritual. The unseen is what is most true, but what is seen is Miraculous. The common grace of God in everything. Everything. The level of humility that's been going on way before me and will go on way after. So there's a curiosity. It's so cool to visit a museum and think, oh my goodness, I know nothing. I know nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But good news is, just got to remember Jesus. (laughs) Number six. Margin makes room for new discoveries. If we fill up all the space in the song, we can never fit a new part in. I'm not sure if I will take up golf, but margin made me think of golf. Now, it could be therapeutic. It might be an escape. But man, there's no power lines, and it's going to be cool on that cart. You think of what are the new hobbies you want. Margin might bring those to the forefront. Our oldest turned 13 this summer. With Margin, we were able to think, how would we want to invite him into a godly manhood as a rites of passage? And some, some of us got to come down there and we spoke into uh, Jerome's life, Jerome Cyrus's life, and called out all that God has put in him. And it takes a village, and that was such a neat moment. And then we entered the last lap, which was prepare. Here we come. Here we come. I'm sure there's a long to-do list when we get back home. And I noticed throughout the summer, which is hard, not hard to admit because I'm not embarrassed by it. But I think because there's an expectation that if you would spend a lot of time away from people and alone with God, you would love people more when you got back. Newsflash! I didn't love anybody more. Other, than, in fact, I thought God only your love could want to love people. Because you, you're observing things, you look at the news, you think oh, I don't agree with that. You start watching things, you watch people oh, that bothered me, road rage. Our kids and my wife at the car, at, were stopped at a light in Nashville. Guy gets out, pulls a, a gun on a, another car just over road rage, and you know, I'm thinking. I, I don't like those people. I, f- I found a lot of things I don't like. And I thought, I don't, I need you to prepare my heart because you can't be the pastor. It's like, hey guys, thank you for investing in our sabbaticals, amazing. Um, but we don't love any of you more. <laughs> Definitely don't want to, you know. But as we got closer, um, proximity helps produce empathy. From a distance, It's fair why we become grumpy old men. Because we look at a characterized version of everybody. And they're minimized to who they voted for or what they believe or don't believe. And we forget the common ground that we all have. But as you get close, you realize the sermon Jesus preached when Lazarus was dead and everybody was crying. He didn't say anything. He wept. And as we got close, empathy grew. And it's so neat we wept. And number eight, I find myself circled back at the cross and Jesus called me by name. Testing boundaries, okay, what is going on? The whole world, philosophy, Jesus, are we sure? Oh, we're totally sure at the cross. This is where everything makes sense to my soul. And he called me by name. The last week before we got back in the seat of pastoring. I was doing several projects at home, and projects are neat because you hang uh, a mirror, and it's done. And we were, I was doing that. I was getting addicted to these home projects. I'm going to Home Depot, which if you spent time with me, home projects, I, I, I don't like them typically because they take away from the mission. Because it's hard not to get addicted. You see everything that's wrong, and next, you know, there's you got to fix everything in the house. But it was cool because I was getting some momentum. We were getting ready to go Home Depot, and I was asking the Lord. It's just a few days away. It'd be really neat if you did something very unique right here, right now. And it was me and the youngest Neil, who's the youngest baby of our family. He's the youngest twin, and. 496 is packed, getting ready to go to Home Depot on the west side. And we make a beeline, and I'll, I will take Saginaw since 496 has got all the construction uh, going on. And so we make a beeline, and we're listening to this new song by Zonti. And there was something in it that just wrecked me. And I want to play that clip right here of where I remember Jesus. I remember from... Jesus. Check the song out more, but we're listening to it. Our kids have been big f- fans of Zonti for a long time. They got a chance to meet him, and his parents are missionaries, and he has a great call in his life and loves Jesus. And the songs have always been really authentic to us and ministered to us. And as those lyrics were coming, okay freedom from the chains, uh, healing from the pain, Jesus called my name, and I uh, was in the car and I cried and I looked over, and I was at the corner of Jerome and Pennsylvania. And that's the same place God called us to start the church, at Eastern High School. And it was divine for, for me. If not you, then who? If not here, then where? And if not now, then when? And Neo in the back, his, his letters, N-E-O, as we've spent time Thinking about that, it's also the same letters that you spell one with O N E. And I was like, okay, I got it. Now, a, a divine prompting from God in a, a, a moment that He customizes isn't above Scripture. It's not above, it needs to be tested. But this wasn't a new word for me. This was the same reason. The same reason was Jesus, His people. He's called me to get into the seat. And love the city one life at a time. And I was like, all right, God, I will follow you. I will follow you. I will follow I started saying, okay, let's go. Let's go to Home Depot. And I came home and I told the kids. And then we had a family meeting, which I'll show you. And we'll, we'll fast forward this for time's sake. But to complete the last couple in case, you know, you, these hit you. But number nine was, I am designed to be in community. And the speed of we, the speed we travel is the speed of we. So our family, us. As I got close to the community, so cool. I need you. Might not always want you. You might not always want me, but we need each other. Come on. We do. Vertical and horizontal. It's together. You know, Proverbs 18.1 puts it so beautifully. Whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. If I want to live a life of isolation, I break out against every sound judgment. (laughs) Everything. So we like to think of we like this. We! You know? We! Not like we are going, we! (laughs) We! So that's a plug for groups. Groups begin today. Get in a group. If it it doesn't work for your flow, you don't have to. (laughs) Groups aren't the answer. They're a answer to be discipled. There's many different groups in the app. You can find it on the website. It's a way for us as a community to go at the speed of we. And then after the second service, there is in person in the Share to office, get connected, to become a member here, learn more about the team. After three months, we believe that. Membership matters. Committing matters. Being a part of a church body matters. Number 10: the seat I'm in isn't about only equipping people of what God put in you, it's about sanctifying within. No matter what seat God calls us to, it's to become more like him. So it's going to hurt. Hurt so good. It's beautiful. And then last one. It's a new season. But it's the same reason. And the same reason is Jesus. It's his people. And it's all people. Our mission here as a church at Ecclesia is loving the city one life at a time. And as we heard the language here at City Life, it seemed more magical than Disney. It was the Holy Spirit speaking. I was backstage. I heard my voice for the intro of the church service. I was hearing the words. I thought, who is that talking? It didn't feel like me. I feel like something I'm a part of that I'm tapped into of what God is doing for our people. So I humbly submit to that, choosing to, to say, hey, God is doing this. This mission helps us come alive. We need mission. And as a family, we sat down together and we had a family meeting about the mission and the speed we're on. We put this whiteboard up. We... We all got in the room. I shared with them. I don't know how I can love people. And then the zonty moment, I started crying. And all the kids were like, Dad, it's okay. We can do this. And because and, and, I didn't want to just say, we're going to go pastor because I said so. So we slowed down. And we were like, you sure you want to do this? You sure you want those phone calls? You sure you? And we have amazing moments. So hear what I'm not saying. It's beautiful. But it's hard. Life is hard. It's cool. And it's amazing when you lean into heart, you realize that's the good stuff. But it was all the kids saying, let's do this. So we remembered and we celebrated the summer and we put Jesus in the center and we said, well, we, we gotta, we're going to do three things. We're going to do God, we're going to be active, and we're going to be creative. Okay, so if it's God, is it city life? And everyone's like, yeah, it's city life. we got to go back, Dad. we got to do this. I want to be there. And I'm like, okay. You know, I'm going to see tons of people. How was it? I was it? I was it? I was it? I was like, okay, okay, at least I preach a message and we're good. Here's the link. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love it. But you get it, please, okay? And then we talked about the speed of we, and they were like, let's love people. We belong, and we have purpose. It was the kids, y'all. And here's what Giselle drew on the whiteboard here when the kids were coming to all the Love the City team things. She drew the Love the City truck, and then our whole family. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. In our house and people, I'm not even sure what it was, but it, meant, it made sense to me. <laughs> it was like, our family does this thing. The local church, it's awesome. (laughs) Amen? I want to invite Torian and Christina back up. Because full circle, that's a glimpse of our past season and then the new season, but it's the same reason. But what's the season you're in? What's the family meeting that you might have tonight? Or even this week? to change and adjust some things what are the questions to think okay what needs to go where are the hurts what are the relationships that didn't go as planned where there's anger or a wound what are the mistakes that we can't take back but we can learn from and be honest how's the day-to-day going at the job How's control or trust? Good news, friends. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's a good leader we can trust. And by his spirit today, he's inviting every one of us to get away with him. Before we go into the fall, Parents with school, kids, ah. holidays are coming. Oh man, for most people I talk to, holidays are hard. They're right around the corner. But you know who's with us? Jesus, and he can handle it. Father, in this moment, God, I pray for everyone in this room that they would get away with you and through the faith of even our children that brought excitement to us. That as you're close and near to us today, you would whisper what only you can do. And you would turn on the light where it's been dark.
1: The truth is that you have
0: We played this in staff and we got to lay hands on everybody. And we just prayed this song over each person. And then right now, that God is inviting you, not only in today, but this week, get away with him. The month ahead, talk to him. He can handle it. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, I pray that this moment, that it would be like me touching your head on behalf of God, for what only he can do, even at home, if you touch your head. In fact, if you'd be willing enough, will you just kind of gently touch your head? Come on, you know. You know all the thoughts going on in there. You know what's going on. God already knows. God, right now, every single one of your kids... We're silly enough to touch our heads, but as a kid, we didn't care if we had cotton candy on our face, if we were gonna be in the ride and we didn't care what it mattered. We dance like nobody's looking. And in this moment, we know that the power of you touches us to invade every part of our soul, that there's no dark place that you can't handle. There's no question that you can't answer. And we thank you that you're faithful. You pursue us. You customize. You call us by name. And I pray that every one of your kids feel a touch and a kiss from you today, from you, and that we would say yes to follow, be our leader, be our shepherd. We thank you for who you are. Grace. right now over every one of us. We can't earn it. God's got it. He's got you. He's faithful to finish what he started. He won't let you go. So cling to him right now. Grace upon grace upon grace. We pray this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for being here today and hearing a little bit about our journey. I pray that it would inspire you and yours just a couple weeks from now we have a project coming out called One it'll have a listening experience a visual experience that you can watch and it'll also have a reading experience that you can read we look forward to all of us being one with God and each other and hitting that lap on October 1st, it'll be a one October kind of rhythm and next week there ain't no party like a Christian party because a Christian party don't stop. we we'll have baptism and child dedication. It's a beautiful time. Maybe it's your moment. So we look forward to seeing you. All races, all faces, and all ages, you belong here. We're going to keep loving this city one life at a time. And we won't stop until Jesus Christ himself comes back and he makes all things have the best day of your life, Sean.
1: And say what's on your heart